Amazon or DuncanCartwood.com. Uh, let's see. My guest is here. So let me go on. let him in. Hey, what's going on? Can you hear me? One sec. Mark, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's going on? Very much, man. How you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? Everything going lovely, man. That's what's up, man. Mm -hmm. Um. So how you been doing during this pandemic? <laughs> man, we've been trying to make it, trying to find, you know, trying to find a spot. Everything for the law firm or around the house. Got to do some remodeling, try to get an office in, inside here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so let me ask you this. Um, do you only cover just Alabama or is it you got, are you in other states also? Or? No, I just cover Alabama. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So where are you originally from? Huh? No, I'm uh, where I was born and you follow Alabama. But I'm from I'm from Birmingham, Southside. Southside, okay. Mm -hmm. You fall? You said you fall? You fall at Alabama. It's in the country. You probably wouldn't know it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's it's definitely in the country. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm. Did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up? Just wonder. I I did. I always, even when we went back to Bonfield, when we had a little career day, we had to do a little project. I put I was going to be an attorney. And ever since I was little, it was like, you know, I was dancing because my middle name is Innocent. So ever since I was little, everybody used to tell me I was going to be an attorney. And I guess I kind of liked it and it kind of stuck. So I'm an attorney now, Jeremy Innocent Banks. And just <laughs> okay. Um. Mm -hmm. When it comes to law school, like, does it matter what major you pick? No, nah, it really don't. When it comes to law school, as long as you, long as you, if you're trying to go to credit school, as long as you study for the ELSAT, there, there's plenty. Um, you know, people out there who 
give you study and advice for the LSA. But it's the school I went to, it wasn't accredited. It was um, Birmingham School of Law. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I tend to practice in one state because just because it's not accredited don't mean you can't practice law. It just means you can just practice in this state and you would have to take the bar in another state if you wanted to practice or wait five years or you can or you can practice on another attorney in another state. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I went to Birmingham School of Law. It was it it was it's one of the best law schools, even though it is. I don't know if they credit. They might be trying to get their credit right now. But yeah, it definitely and it was and it was affordable at that time. But now they have moved into a new building. I guess they were doing a little bit too good. Yeah, they had to raise the price considerably now. Mm. Okay, that's cool in a way. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me ask you this then. Uh, do you think schools or high schools um, should concentrate more on like what students want to be like uh, when they when they're in high school, okay. Like, yeah, I, I do. As far, yeah, as far as that, it's just knowing what I know now, you know, it just seemed like it was a lot of time wasted. Um, studying stuff we're not going to use, um, never going to use. Like, I, I don't think anybody went to more colleges than what I went to. <laughs> but I went to a lot of colleges and, and, and high school. It was, it was, it was fun, but I think they should. My biggest regret is I should have took auto auto um auto tech when I was in in high school. Instead, of that, I took the easy route. I took like uh, art or um, home ec or something like that. But if I would have just took auto tech, I probably I don't even know if I would have been turned if I would took auto tech because it just so many ways you can make money doing that, and then you just save yourself so many money because everybody loves cars. But yeah, I definitely would have lean more towards some useful in high school with uh, or or taking some I'm I'm trying to get into the stock market now. I'm trying to learn about open um you know trading options and things like that as well. I, I think that's that's just a class everybody should have and you know at some point in school and you should be taught how to work the stock market. Hmm. Okay. That was some good points. Um I didn't uh, expect the auto tech thing though. <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, it just something. I love cars too. It's just something I wish I would have, you know, had a little bit more experience at. You think you would have probably started a business in auto tech? I, I definitely would have. You know, I'm, I'm definitely business oriented, especially even if I wasn't running it. Um, you know, I was actually not running it, but working in it. Um, I probably would have, you know, got some of my friends together and, you know, got us a little shop together. I'm still thinking about that as well, but I'm trying to focus, you know, focus on one thing. I try not to be too spread out. You know, my wife get mad at me. You know, I, I got to spend some time with the family. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, did you play a lot of sports growing up? Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't say a lot. I did play basketball and football. I would have I wanted to play more sports, but you know, in my area, they just they just weren't popular then or offered. But okay. yeah, I did like scholarship, um, scholarship in basketball. That's how I went to so many schools. Okay, gotcha. Um, do you think sports helped you out like within your life? 
Yeah, it, it's sports. Sports definitely help. It teach. First of all, I teach you how to be on time. And on all my teams in college, I was. I'm. I'm always the captain. So it. It always. It just. It just help you learn how to deal with the world. You know, be on time. You know, work for something. And it teach. And it teach you how to. It teach you how to evaluate your self worth. Mm. That's another good thing that it that it teaches you that people don't get and it just teach you just to work what what hard work is. Okay. What you okay. got to put in. What was the first college you um actually attended, if you don't mind me asking that? <laughs> I went to Lawson State um Lawson State Community College because it was a problem with my basketball scholarship at my other junior college, which was Fortland State, is in Baymanet, Alabama. I lost state in Alabama. So I went there a semester. So I just took a couple of classes there. Then I then I transferred the second semester to, to um Fortland State Community College. It's like down toward um Baymanet. That's why I had a basketball scholarship. And then you want me to go through the whole history or you just that's just good. And then but after that I went to um what college I went to next? <laughs> I went to Wiley College. You know the college our great debaters. I went there for a week. Where's that located? I don't even know what that Texas. is. Texas. It's in Texas. Mm -hmm. It's a great movie called um, with Denzel Washington. I think playing in it's called The Great Debaters. They're supposed to be a great debate school. That's why I chose. I, I was interested. In them. But I got there. I, I really didn't like it when I got there. Then I. Um, I came back home. I was on basketball scholarship then, but it was some funny business they was they was talking about with um, the scholarship. When I got there, it was like it was like a hundred people trying out for the team, and I just really went. I went feeling that. So then I came back home. Then I went to. Now hold on, let me see. <laughs> now I went to. Did I go to Colorado? I think I went to Colorado first. I went to Adam State in Colorado. Mm -hmm. That's where I told my. Um, I told my left Achilles. Oh, okay. Playing basketball. The first day we got there. Well, it wasn't the first day, it was, it was the first day school opened up, but we was there like weeks before because we was on the basketball team. I remember like it was yesterday. I had a I had an interview just like this when they was interviewing me. I was supposed to be the high stuff coming coming to the um school in Alamos. It's Alamosa, Colorado. Um, Okay. That's what it's school day. It's like it's like it's it's higher than them for Colorado. Basically, it got its own little Olympic um, training facility. All the Olympic people who run long distances come up there and they run around because you know it, it's higher than them. Where you get a you know you get a real good workout. You something about your um your blood change over you. You know it, it's it's great. I had asthma. If you got asthma, I recommend you doing that stay in the year. Like once I, I had asthma, I used to weed from every now and then. But once I came back, I spent the year up there. Asthma was gone. Hmm. But okay. that's another story. But I, after that, I went to um, Riley. Then I went to Washita Baptist. Is 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 where I um, is actually where I graduated from, with a double major in history and political science. Hmm. Like we got a power outage. <laughs> Yeah, I, I heard it, it started thundering and lightning a little bit. Okay, I ain't even heard no thunder then. Hmm, interesting. We didn't do that during the interview, but <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Happened. Um, let me ask you this. Um, oh, there it is. <laughs> That's weird. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, they gotta chill out. Um, all right. So, you said when you were saying it's higher, did you mean what did you mean by that? Like land wise? Yes. No. It's like eight eight thousand some feet in the air. It's like Denver, like a mile high. They call it the mile high. It's this like you know twice as high in the in the in the um above ground as Denver would be. So we, you really up there in the mountains when you at this school. That's why they say it's good to work out in. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. hmm, I'm going to uh, check that out. Yeah, it's good. Um, but it, it was just too cold. I'm going to tell you right now, it used to, this, you think them were cold. The snow used to, I'm talking about, you know, I'm 6'2". The snow used to be above my head, and they used to have this little plywood come dig trenches throughout the snow so in class when we get out of had apartment we just you just literally walking through um uh, um snow a ton of snow <laughs> to get the class back and forth so i mean i it, it was just too cold for me i can't do it so that's when i came that's why i came back home and i told my Achilles tenant so that's when i came back home i can it was just too much snow it's too cold so you're not a fan of cold you you would hate no. the, east, the east coast no, it, yeah <laughs> this, this is another level of cold. I remember with the wind chill, it was like negative 17 degrees. Hmm. It's like a whole nother cold. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, do you think there's a big difference between uh, Colorado and Alabama as far as people go? Like, the yes, way that perception? Yeah, I would say it is. <laughs> <laughs> they, they seem just to be more, I would, as far as we saying, healthy, more educated over that way then I would say back here but you know every every little not this not to say the people in Alabama are not educated or healthy but it just seemed to be more of that in Colorado mm -hmm. but it, it's obese and everything people everywhere though, so don't get me wrong on that okay um you say you went to um Birmingham School of Law mm -hmm. um how was that overall? Would you say that experience was law school? Oh, man, it, it, it was a it was a wonderful experience because at that school you really you get to learn from the most of the teachers are still practicing as opposed to like a, a um, Sanford what is it called Cumberland it's Cumberland School of Law that's the Sanford School where they just they more professors so they you know they just teach you the history a lot as opposed to you learning from a practical standpoint from from attorneys, so and um, so that that really gets you ready. And I was on the um, I was on the mock trial team also, so that that really helped me when it came down to um, taking the bar. Mm, okay. It's, what it, explain what exactly is a mock trial? A mock trial is like East School. It's like the East School basketball team, but instead of playing basketball, you basically everybody get a case. And then you, they either pick you on the plaintiff side or you on the defender side, and you you have to defend your side. And then you got judges that score the competition. Hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, you own your own business, right? Yes, I do. Uh, this is actually my um, my law firm is my second business. Um, while I was in college, um, I had my own construction slash remodeling business where I would go around. We used to paint houses. Um, build decks, you know, just remodeling homes um, generally. And I did that in order to pay for um, law school because I was trying, I'm always trying to cut down on keep debt as low as possible. So I didn't want to take out any loans or anything like that. 
So I did that. Um, it was called the Banks Brothers um, Painting and Construction. That's where my construction company was from. But as I got in more into law, I couldn't do that no, anymore because it just was too time consuming. And one thing about owning business is trying to find some, uh, you know, trying to find good employees to run it. And I rather I'm not have business and just have somebody, you know, messing up. Not messing up, but you know, it's just not the quality that they used to getting. So because I wasn't able to be hands-on, I got rid of that. Um, I just couldn't do that anymore. So now I got my law firm, the bank's law firm. Okay. LLC. So, and it's been going well. You know, it's nothing like, you know, writing your own checks to yourself. Um, that does sound pretty good. <laughs> really, when you write yourself your own check, I mean, it just, it just say some of all my checks, I mean, uh, come from the bank's law firm. Right now we are S corporation. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm taxed separate from my law firm. So I, but you know, if you want, I'm not a tax expert. You had to talk to a tax consultant, but I went with that. Even though I am an LLC, I'm just registered as an S corporation. That's a corporation is basically an S corporation. You can have um, up to a hundred um, shareholders, and you can divide it without having to be a, a C corporation, which would you have to give out um, stocks and dividends and that whole speed, which you would see on the stock market and keep up with times of your meetings and everything like that mm, okay. but yeah it's going good but like i said um the pandemic it just you know it affects small businesses and i, I am a small business but the hardest thing for me right now is just trying to get the medical records from the hospitals because they've been short on employees and, and everything like that and then you had everybody moving you know the insurance companies that moving from in the office to home so that's been a um, transition in itself which um, which is look like i'm doing that as well but what are, oh continue continue nah, you go ahead. oh okay um what are all the options like when it comes to llc i know you said s corp c, yeah, c yeah, yeah you can be um incorporated that way what it is you can be a sole proprietor mm, okay that's when they tax you personally right yeah, that's just saying, um, say for instance, you, I'm Mark Young and I'm, you don't need much paper, you just go get a business license and we, and um, and I'm doing interviews for $500 and, and basically you would just be taxed. Um, they just tax you like you making, like you just, you your own company. But uh, the reason why people choose different ones is protection wise, basically. Because you got to call it's called pitching the corporate veil. When you got an LLC or anything like that, they can they can sue the company, but they can't sue you individually. But with a, a sole proprietorship, it's just basically just a person just doing business by themselves with no, you know, with no kind of business entity name on the on the end. Because there's a, um you can have an LLP, a limited liability partnership. So, but it, it it's multiple ones to choose. And you just have to see um, which one works for you. But it's basically people trying to, whenever you're picking what business entity you want to do, it's most of the time you're trying to limit liability mm -hmm. or avoid some kind of tax. <laughs> basically, that's, that's why, that's the only reason people do it is because you want to limit liability, meaning the lawsuit, 
because you most of the time you're on the business, somebody gonna be upset about something. <laughs> and then, you know, and then taxes, because you you just trying not to pay taxes, basically. Well, not trying not to pay them, but just pay as less as, as possible. Everybody can't be Trump, you know, not pay any taxes. <laughs> but you want to try to get as close as possible to that without going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let me ask you this, because I've heard a lot of people talk about it, the bar. Um, mm -hmm. Was that really hard for you, or, or do you think it's a hard test, or...? What do you think about it? No, it's it, it, the the. Let me, I'm gonna be honest. The bar is not a hard test, mm. but it is hard. <laughs> meaning, <laughs> meaning you, whatever you're doing is 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 based on the national. So, say if everybody else on the bar, everybody in the nation made a hundred on the bar. Let's say the scale was from a hundred to zero. Everybody else made a hundred, and you made a ninety-nine then that means you would fail even though you missed one question. Everybody got all the questions right and you just missed one question. Then you would fail. So it's based on a sliding, a sliding scale. But the bar is it, just, it, the law is not hard. Once you learn, I mean, if you go to law school and you, you know you did it by learning the law and you know the law and can apply, it's, it's, it's not hard. They're going to try to trick you with some questions, but you should be able to work through it. But it's more of a pressure thing. I actually did not pass the bar on my first time mm. because it's, it's, it's a pressure test. It's time. And, and, and that if you can deal with the time, then you can pass. I mean, if they gave everybody unlimited time, pretty much everybody would pass, basically. But it's, if they got this big clock that's sitting in the front, it's time. And on my first time, I don't know how I did it, but I put like you had to, you had six essay questions and you got they give you the book because I chose to take mine on the booklet. But at this time the book is one color. So I but they numbered so you know which but for some reason, I don't know how I did this to the day. I missed the, the bar the first time. I missed it like by four points. But on, on all my essay questions, I put the questions in the wrong book. Or I I don't know, I would get must have been nervous or something. I just I just feel, I just kept feeling, I ain't changed books. I put some of the answers in the same book. And then I put, I didn't, and then I um, didn't have the right answer in the right book. So if you don't got the right answer in the right book, obviously you got it wrong. But the next time I just remember that they had to cut the books to color code that time. I made sure to put the answers in the right, in, in, uh, in the right booklet. And I, and I passed it pretty, you know, pretty easily. But I mean, don't get me wrong, out of, out of everybody who who take it, it it's, it's just not a high percentage that pass. So it is hard, but to me, the hardest thing was just beating the time in order to answer all the questions. And what was the time for the test? Um, it's a two-day test. Let me try to remember. Um, you got to do um, it's I forgot what they call it, but basically they give you two um two case scenarios, like where they give you a whole case, like they give you the facts and everything, and you got to come up with the law and then explain what happened, and you get three hours to do that. And then the next one is like the multiple choice um, questions, and you get, um, basically, you get three hours to do that as well. Mm. Okay. And then, yeah, and that, that's pretty much it. And then, you, and then the, on, the, on the next day, you get another multiple choice question. Mm. But... The hard, the hardest part is, I mean, is the questions because they're gonna give you a set of questions which is black letter law when you're doing the multiple choice question, 
And then the next question is they gonna try to trick you and, and it's gonna be all over the place and you really gotta know the law to get finished. But it, I just use little note cards and once I learned my little note cards, I mean, but I said I took off like I didn't work because again, I own my own company. So I, I worked enough so I can save enough money so I can take off for, you know, like, I think I took off for like two months and I used to sit in, in, in my basement and, you know, just study. So, I mean, you had, if you can do that, then yeah, or you ain't taking any of the prep plant course, it definitely was hard. I think out of my school, like, I want to say, like, when I took it, like 15 people maybe passed, if that many. And I, then, don't know. I think, I want to say more than 100 or so took the test. Okay. And then in Miles College, I don't believe nobody passed it when I took it, like, zero. Zero pass, and at Cumberland, I think it was Cumberland. They did. I mean, they wasn't you by twenty Cumberland students passing too. Mm. So it, <laughs> that pass rate from how many people on um, sending it is low. I mean, one person. I guess they didn't take any prep classes. We were because they give you three hours to do the S two essay question. I mean, the two essay questions. I remember it was like one minute left, and they was like, "Can we start on our next question yet?" And then everybody in the thing was just shaking their head because you're supposed to do both on within them three hours. And then once they told them, um, you know, the direction, they just got up and left. Mm. And every time you take the bar, if you have to keep retaking it, you have to keep paying more. Like say, for instance, it's like four seventy-five the first time you take it, then you have to retake it at six seventy-five, and you have to retake it for a third time. It's like eight seventy-five. So they keep so going up on you. <laughs> you. Just keep going up, but you can take it how many times you want to. It's just gonna, you know, the price is gonna get keep getting steep. Mm, okay. Wow, that's messed up. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Um, you said the S corporation, like people can like invest or like shareholders. You can have. Is yeah, you right? can have shareholders, but it's you have used, that's, when you use that, that's used for like close friend, I don't, I don't want to say close friend, but you know, a family, if you got a family-owned business, <laughs> you just want to be an escort, then you can have an escort. But an escort is good because an escort, it has the same protections as a um, as a LLC in the corporation and has the, the same taxes as an LLC, I meaning you're only paying taxes one. With a C-Corp, you paying, you paying I'm, again, I'm not a tax expert, but I just know the thing that you paying, I think you paying tax on, on, on um, your money earned and you paying on your individual tax. So you getting taxed twice. Mm. So that, so when you, anytime you hear Congress arguing back and forth Republicans, when they be arguing back and forth about the, the top, um, the 1% and how they got, that's what they be arguing about, even though it's low. They do be paying taxes two times, basically, but they still be getting a big tax break, in my opinion. Okay, but, hold up. I, I missed some of that. Uh, you said, who who pays twice? The the people with the C corporation. That's just a regular corporation. That would be like Walmart Incorporated. Mm, okay. And they pay taxes twice. Okay. And do you know exactly how that works? When, nah, again, I'm not a tax expert. I can't. I can get my little um I get my little booklet out and explain to people, but you really want to do that if you want to try to you want a corporation if you're gonna be you know really trading in shares, mm -hmm. so it can balance it out if you're trying to get outside investors or S corporation. 
is a um is a corporation where you're gonna be in the state. Like you you can't go out of the state with that corporation. As for it, the C corporation can be nationwide, but S corporation is it, really made for like for family owned businesses. If you want to sell your share men of the um, S corporation in order to sell the share, you got to offer it back to the business before you can sell it. So, so you, for instance, you got to offer it back to your brother or sister. Say, hey, I'm going to sell, sell my share. I'm going to sell it for $100,000. And they can say, yeah, okay, I'll buy that. But if they don't, then you got to be a family member or the business can buy the share and then redistribute it to the other family members. Okay. So it can get complicated, but it's 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 just meant to keep the money in in the in the close circle in, in, in the center. Do you have a lot of shareholders in your firm? No, you can't have a lot of shareholders in the law firm because for a law firm, it's just against ethics. Um, we can't share. Um, you can't share our income with people who not. A lawyer per se, so I can't have investors because that would be me sharing money with, um, you know, somebody who's not an attorney, and that's why they say they can get kind of. I guess the reason for that is because you're really supposed to be working for your clients, and then I guess it can be a gray area if you're just trying to work for an investor, investor job just to make money. That's why we you invested in the company because you want to get some money back, <laughs> and then I guess they say the ethics can get kind of. Um, shaky in that, in them situations. Okay. Um, do you have employees working for you at the law firm? Mm, I hire a little um little companies to do um, some stuff. Like for instance, if I need somebody to take some calls for me, I hire a little company or um you know write something. It's just little companies that do it for you. But most of the time, I, I write it for myself. Mm-hmm. But I get. Okay. Like I got somebody who do my payroll and everything they do. Again, but it be me for. But I got somebody do payroll and everything. They they balance the books and all that because the state, you know, you a lawyer, you get something called a, a trust account where I had to put um, all the clients' money in that trust account. Same even with my money. So when I get paid, it come out of the trust account. But the state. Because you, when you're an attorney, you got to get it registered with the state. The state watches the trust account. I remember one time I told some clients I never do. I told them, I said, they had we had just did a personal injury case. So I did sell that case, but they wanted their money. And I was going to go out of town for I think my bro, my older brother, Eric, was getting married. So I, I told him, I said, here, here go your check. Don't cash it till such and such date. But, of course, you know the moral story. As soon as they got the check, they went and cashed it. But that check ain't clear yet, then immediately you get a, 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 a call, a letter from the bar saying, hey, Jerry, what's going on? We see you. Because the bank have to report it to the state bar. So, yeah. But a lot of attorneys have gotten have gotten their, their license taken just um, through that little whole process. It, it's serious. Hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you're the managing partner, correct, of your firm? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you invest in stocks and bonds right now? I do in stocks. Okay. But um, not, with, not with my company. It's just a personal thing I'm trying to um, take up. I've been, you know, when they had the little, um, when the corona, the COVID, when it first hit, 
you know, it was everybody was saying, hey man, it's the perfect time to get in the stock market. So I downloaded it. I don't want to plug people in or anything, but I just got Robin Hood, you know, got the Robin Hood on my app and then, you know, I made I made without knowing much, I made some I made a couple of dollars. So I was, you know, I was, I was happy with that. So I can imagine if I would have actually knew what I was doing, you know, I could have, you know, I could have made a whole bunch of money because, you know, whenever you're learning something new, you kind of timid, so you don't go in all the way. You just don't jump in. You kind of put your toe in first. But if I would have jumped in, I would have had some nice um, return. And then I got to learn, um, it's called, what, what I say? it's called option trading. That's when you when you buy options. It's options to sell. It basically, it's a contract. An option to sell section six. Numbers of that share, meaning you can buy them or you don't have to buy them, but it's basically a contract. You buy some shares and you can buy like you use about I want to say 100 of the shares or whatever you buy, and then you got what's called a call or a put. That means you betting that it's it's gonna go up. It's a call and the put is that you betting that it's gonna go down. So you can even make money on stocks going down, which I did not know. <laughs> I've heard about it, but I didn't know know it. You know the specifics of. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just, every now and then, I rarely get time. I wish I could have some more employees, but it's cold, we got it. Well, it's just, don't nobody know. So, mm. we just um, trading water like everybody else to see what's going what's gonna to happen. Yeah, okay. How do you go about marketing your business? Like, what's your process? Or do mm. you have a process? <laughs> mm. Well, my process marketing, well, I get most of my, I, like any other business, even with my construction business, you get most of your, um, most of your business through word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that, that's my main thing, but I have a website. I use social media. Okay. And that, that, that's about, that's, that's about the gist of my um, marketing. I had, I hired a, um, a business consultant. He was great. His name was Ellis, and he helped me set everything up. And he, you know, he was with me for almost a year. But he basically was doing all handling all my marketing, and um, you know, trying to get my name out there. I think I'm on the, uh, all the social media sites. He helped me get my website set up. And what else? And I thought about doing some radio, but I did do I did do some advertising in radio. I used, but it just it seemed like it's just hard to get your bang for your buck with radio or the billboard. I know you see a lot of the attorney, other attorneys doing the billboard, but just advertising in general. I went to some classes on advertising, but advertising in general, just like just like anything, it, it, it takes it takes time and repetition. Yeah, like you have to you have to keep repeating that same thing so it gets stuck in anybody's head. Just like when you think of toothpaste, what you think of the first thing popping your head, probably like Colgate or something like that, because it just because that's what you're used to seeing so much. So it's it pops to the top of your head, and then especially with a law firm, I mean, they charge law, 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 lawyers more to advertise. So if if I was gonna buy the billboard, they'll charge me like eight hundred dollars as opposed to you. They'll charge you four hundred dollars, but especially in the law area, it's so saturated right now with lawyers. I know every time you turn on TV, you see a law commercial. So it's just not, it just, 
it'll just be it just wouldn't be worth it right now for me to just try to jump out there and try to you know compete with some of the top law firms because not only you compete with them the co- the, the company's gonna say hey if we charge this if we got competition obviously the price gonna go up because there's more demand so I just try to use word of mouth you know in order to use word of mouth like I said you gotta you gotta do what you say you're gonna do and you know give it give the people some uh, good product and be honest with people. Because not all the time, everybody thinks that because you get some attorneys that you're going to, so for instance, when I'm doing a criminal case, that I can that I can just, you know, make all the problems go away. And the and attorneys can't do that. You done told on yourself already. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not much to do. If you, if you done told everything, but I will try to get you a, a good deal. As far as um, you know, time will not serve in time, but that's where a, lawyer, a, a, a higher lawyer will come into effect in that, in that situation instead of just you know just letting them have at you, which would, would be bad depending on the judge. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what all do your law firm law firm handle? Like, do you do estate estate planning? Is that one? I think. Yeah, we do estate planning. Um, with estate planning, we offer wills, trusts, um, power of attorneys, and, and we pro- help you um, probate, which is what we're going to be trying. We're trying to do some advertising and getting the word out that we do that a lot because there's been a lot of COVID um, going around. People being sick, say you get sick, you can't handle your bills, or you don't have nobody to pay your bills. Uh, if you don't have a power of attorney, somebody you can trust. To show the bank or to pay right documents to show the bank, say, Hey, I need to come get this money out because I need to pay this bill. And you wouldn't be able to do that unless you had the correct power of attorney. Even, even spouses sometimes can't, you know, can't get to the other person's um, money or whether it be if it's in a situation, you had, you know, you had your bill and your um, healthcare director set up, say, You do become incapacitated for a while, then the people will know what to do. Suppose you leave in your hands, you um, what what people supposed to do it to the family members, and then that's how you get all the um all the, the fussing and the arguing between family members, because they no nobody know what to do, and I know it at the funeral, especially at the funeral, because I didn't been to the funeral where everybody arguing who gonna ride in the car, <laughs> who gonna ride in the limo, or, or where they gonna bury them at. But I mean, it just saved a lot of headache, and I just personally, I would just you know, try to lead somebody with some kind of direction. And and it's good to, um, a lot, and then other people, or a lot of people use it to keep money in their family. Like for instance, set up their child, because you don't want to say you do got a lot of money. I know a lot of people have life insurance policies. You just don't want to give a kid. It's, it's you know, if something happened to you, you 16, $300,000 because you know, with three hundred thousand dollars, I know what I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna go buy a Lamborghini. You know, something fast. You know, dangerous. <laughs> something uh-huh. I do not need, but it's just a way to pass money now and avoid taxes as well. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised how much money people put in <laughs> to avoid taxes. Put into what uh, estate? Yeah, to their estate. Mm-hmm. Okay. They pay so much. They people pay a lot to avoid paying taxes. Especially you got a lot of money, they just 
I mean, at least you're not going to, you know, do go to Trump route or, you know, some of these other people around. You got, you got, you'll pay a lot of money. It'll be worth it too to, um, to put that money into, um, you know, um, transfer to get that money to your kid as a gift for a tax write-off. But again, I'm not a tax expert. I do got a tax expert that I defer to on them kind of situations. But yeah, that, that usually be the goal. But we do a state plan. I'm sorry, I get, to get, um, sidetracked, but estate planning, personal injury, criminal law, and whether we do some real estate transaction, I'm trying to get into real estate closing. That's another thing we're trying to shift the business into um, pre-COVID era. Um, real estate closings, I do um, quiet, um, quiet title, say if you have um, a tax property, I know Alabama had, I mean, Birmingham had the Birmingham land bank, but just say if you, you weren't going through the land bank, or you had a tax property and you have for so many years or whatever, you wanted to get title to it, um, we will help you with that, um, clearing the title. Because you want to, the reason why you want to get the title is because you want to be able to um, basically go to a bank and then be like, hey, well, somebody can get money to buy it from you, basically. That's why, that's the only reason I see why, um, why you want to get titled or something, because you want to be able to sell it, basically. But um, let me see, is there another area? That's all I can think of right now. Them the main. Did, did you say personal injury? Do you do that? Yeah, also? we do personal injury. Yes, I do. I do mainly car, car wrecks, um, slipping falls. That that's the gist of my personal injury claim. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't do um, what it is employment law. So anything we aim for workers comp, I don't deal with that. I did, yeah. So that's 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 about just what I do. Okay. Um, <clears throat> is there lawyers that actually don't go into the courtroom? Like, yes, like I said, real <laughs> our real estate attorneys they really don't go into a courtroom. I can, if they're doing closing, there's just no need to go in um, the courtroom, and that's why I want to shift my practice to you know where we I'm just mainly doing real estate closing because. The courtroom is nice, but it's just, it's uh, it's very stressful. Uh, being a lawyer, that's something I didn't know. I should do more research, but an attorney is one of the most stressful jobs in America. Like He's like up there in the top three because just all day you just dealing with, you know, you just dealing with problems all day, <laughs> you know, and then other people's problems at that. And then, oh, yeah, I do um, family law. Divorces. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when I think about when I said dealing with problems, <laughs> the family law pop right into my head. I do divorces. Um, I do a lot of them. I mean, it's been a lot of divorces during the COVID. So, yeah. <laughs> anybody need divorces? <laughs> yeah, when you spend a little bit more time with them, you feel like <laughs> this ain't what you signed up for. But um, so it actually went up during COVID. The uh, divorce rate. Yes. You know, people staying at home, they, they staying at home with their spouses now. <laughs> it's just, people not getting along with you, I guess. But it's just a stressful situation, like I said. But I really want, I really want to move out outside the courtroom. I'm just dealing with more happy situations because everybody pretty much, you know, when you're dealing with real estate, you happy when you get in the house. And as opposed to when you get in divorce, everybody thinks if it's contested divorce, usually the judges are pretty fair. They gonna try to split the baby as best they can. So it's just it's hardly a win-win situation, but they're gonna try to split the baby.
and with criminal law, you're trying to save somebody, you know, from going to jail for a hundred years, that's just stressful in itself because don't nobody want to go to jail. <laughs> it don't matter what they did, they don't want to go to jail. Have you um gotten threats um when it comes to like criminal law? I'm guessing that, that that's yeah. possible. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to threats, I mean only threat I had, I wouldn't say I had three, but you know, somebody was like, you know, Jim, how come I uh but I wasn't even their attorney at the time. I was the attorney on the family law side. Mm. But they got arrested. And they were basically mad at me for them getting arrested because I didn't tell them that, hey, you you might get arrested when, of course, I didn't know because I'm not their criminal defense attorney, <laughs> but I was their person, um, their family, for, for a family reason, attorney. But again, we attorneys, they don't they don't notify all the attorneys what you got going on. They just, they just, it just don't happen because that takes too much money, first of all, and then, you know, in Alabama, they, they do not like to spend money. So, mm. so um, that was that situation. But once I explained to him what was going on, he understood it. Okay. Um, do you, um, I know you said you kind of stuck your toe into the stock market, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Do you know the difference between growth stock and value stocks at the moment? Just wonder. And if you do, mm -hmm. like, which one is your favorite? <laughs> Nah, I really, I really don't, I ain't got into it. I'm, 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 I've been looking at these courses, been seeing, you know, trying to see people in offering courses, but like anything, you don't want to get duped for your money. So I, I guess I ain't had enough time, but I'm going to eventually take me a course on it. Try to see what I can all learn. I think that would be the better, best way than me trying to YouTube it out or in, <laughs> Google myself. And <laughs> I, yeah. I probably spend more money on, um, on anything than I could just took the class. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on the outlet. Um, love having you. Uh, hopefully we can do it again, you know. Oh, yeah. We definitely can do it again. Hopefully, I, you know, this cold will go down. Then we'll pick it back up. Then anytime y'all get ready, I mean, it was, it was a pleasure. All right. Well, thank you. See you next time. All right, then. Later. Later.